Welcome to the Just Trek podcast where elevation is our recreation. This is your host, Justin Just Rock Ramon, coming to you from Los Angeles. On this show, you will hear stories and adventures from badass hikers, local explorers, to even dancers and artists. Join the Just Trek crew on our journey to True North. You can follow us on Instagram at just.trek, facebook.com slash official, and our website justtrek.net. Just Trek crew, what it do? This is your host, Just Rock. And on this episode, my special guest goes by the name Jesse Vallejo. He is an LA-based peak bagger, community leader, explorer, and is the creator of Complete Summit Hiking. On today's episode, we talk about how Jesse was inspired by the 52 Hike Challenge, the backstory behind Complete Summit Hiking, tips for long day hikes, and his favorite Southern California mountains. We dig deeper into Jesse's outdoor journey and learn more about the awesome work he has been doing in the community. Jesse aims to spread the positivity we share in the mountains to the rest of the world. Here's our conversation. I hope you enjoy. What is going on, everybody? We got the founder of Complete Summit Hiking on the show today. Welcome to the podcast, Jesse. Hey, what's up, my dude? Thanks for having me. Oh, man, I'm so excited to have you on the show, dude. Like... I know that we've been following each other, like, you know, on social media, uh, specifically Instagram for like, I don't know, it's like a, a year, over a year for sure. And I always liked like all the group hikes that you put together. And like, even all like, you had a lot of t-shirts, people were representing like your brand a lot. And like, you had like a CS Summit flag. Like, I just really loved all the content that you were putting out. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. Uh, you got this podcast going, dude. That's, that's pretty awesome. You know, it's like a good outlet uh, to see what's going on on the trails, uh, different people's experience, you know, so I'm really happy to be on it. Hey, man, means a lot. Like when the because I launched this at the beginning of the quarantine, right? So I was like, if I can't be in the outdoors, I'm going to talk about the outdoors. So there was definitely like my my way of like staying connected with my community and also honestly just staying sane you know like i launched the podcast on my birthday i I wasn't able to do anything or see anybody so it definitely kept me like sane and grounded for sure happy uh belated if i didn't tell you (laughs) (laughs) it was it was end of march so yeah thank you man i appreciate it (laughs) yeah uh let's get let's just get right into it um so I know a lot of things have been opening up recently, you know, from restaurants and bars and other establishments, but I want to like know how, how have you been, man? Like, how have you been adjusting to life during the COVID-19 pandemic and all the social unrest that's been happening? Yeah, man, it's been, uh, you know, I'm doing well now. Uh, In the beginning, I was very stressful um, with just everything, you know, but um, life is a challenge. Uh, You could rise or, you know, you stay down. Uh, I choose to rise and focus on myself a lot, a lot of self-reflection within this time. You know, it's uh, definitely um, self-awareness of what you can do in situations. And this was a big situation that we had to face, a big obstacle. So um, I'm just so happy to keep fighting through it, you know? That's a great answer. I just love what you just said about rising, you know, especially in the face of like a global pandemic and just like also like all this social unrest that's been happening. Yeah, man. Um, during the quarantine, was there anything in particular that you were like turning to for maybe like a sense of comfort or normalcy, you know, whether that be like, 
you know, developing new hobbies or turning to like an old cartoon? Was there anything in particular that you were uh, turning to? Uh, well, um, I, in time of stress or time of, uh, I say darkness, uh, I lean towards God. Um, okay. definitely awesome. a big, um, thing that I lean, well, over everything it's, it's, I lean towards him a lot and, um, food, food is another one. So <laughs> yes, uh, comfort food. Our, uh, yeah, comfort food. So that quarantine 15 was no joke. Um, I definitely fell to the quarantine 15, but yeah, man, I mean, definitely, uh, we we're facing some, uh, challenging times and, uh, you know, I pray to God, you know, cause it just, you could get in your mind and you could get this discomfortness of life of like, damn, is this it? And if you constantly have that negativity flowing within your head, it's just gonna bring you lower and lower, you know? So that's where, you know, I feel like the quarantine 15 played its part. I was Ooh. eating, stress eating. And, um, you know, I finally said, um, God, just give me the strength, like to get out of this, get out of this mindset, get into a, a more positive mindset to continue to do what I'm doing. And uh, not only that, just with everything in life, with work, the people around me and, you know, just uh, any, anybody I encounter, you know, just try to be that positive outlet. Dude, that's great. Yeah. At times like this, you got to give it up to a higher power. A lot of times, you know, just, it's, yes, a, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. Like, like what you just said, like, you know, our mind is just so powerful. It can consume our, you know, can just consume our brain, especially all the negative negativity in the news or the, or just negative thoughts. So it's really powerful to kind of, you know, do what we need to do to get out of our own head. Yeah. Mine, mine, uh, your mind can play some tricks on you, man. Absolutely. All right. Um, so before we get into like, before we get into like complete summit hiking, the group that you started, uh, I want to get more into your personal story real quick. Like, how did Jesse first get into hiking slash the outdoors? And like, when did the journey start for you? So it's like a two-part question. Okay. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get to how I started um, hiking. So the thing, um, what I was doing a lot was a lot of local trails. Um, I thought that was hiking to me. <laughs> so there's um, Shabaran Park um, in Hacienda Heights, uh, Coyote Trail right there by Orange Grove. That's also in Hacienda Heights. And over the hill is uh, in Whittier, Hellman Trail. A lot of it, a lot of people do it. So Hellman Trail, Coyote Trail, uh, they lead up to the water tower. So just doing that hike was a big accomplishment to me. I'm like, yeah, man, I could do this. Like, heck yeah, I could do it all the time. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep on doing it. Um, you know, that's going to just keep me motivated. It was a, a big strength in my head uh you know, to just push me physically, you know, so that that's how I started there. Um, the journey, the journey is um, like exploring and adventuring. Um, I came, you know, across uh, an IG, it was uh, my buddies, uh, his name is Mike, uh, Mike Chen. Uh, he was doing the 52 high challenge. I didn't know what the 52 high challenge was at the time. Um, you know, I kept seeing a post, all these hikes, like waterfalls, sunset hikes, hikes with all the lights in the city, um, just like crazy amount of content of the outdoors. And it just, I was so drawn to it. And I was like, dude, where are you going? Like, are you nice. on vacation? <laughs> <laughs> dude, you, take, take me with you, bro. Take yeah. me with you. I was like, dude, do you have a job? Like, what? where are you going? He was like, bro. He was like, this is in SoCal. 
He was like, this is in Pasadena. Wow. This is in Inland Empire. This is in Malibu. This is in Santa Monica. Like he was giving me all the plugs to like all the outdoor hidden gems, bro. So I was just like, man, like, uh, dude, invite me invite me so i kept i you know like one of those friends like yo where's the invite bro like what happened to exactly. the invite? where's I the invite have... brother tfti all day so i yeah exactly tfti i was like thanks for the invite bro like what happened like so i i came to a point where i kept bugging him and bugging him and um so finally he invited me and he was like hey you want to go hiking and i was like yeah dude i'm freaking down and he was like all right cool be at my house at uh, 6.30 a.m. Dude, I thought that was early for hiking. I was like, damn, that's kind of early, you know? Um, so he was like, all right, cool. So I went to his house, got in the car. Our first hike was over there at uh, Crystal Cove uh, towards Laguna. And oh, I'm not even familiar. Actually, yeah. a lot of the hikes you just mentioned, like around, uh, you said around Hacienda Heights too. Like those are uh, the first time I've been hearing it. So I'm yeah, learning bro. right now. It's a lot, a lot of local hikes over here. But yeah, man, he told he took me to that. Um and it's very exposed to sun. I de- I definitely recommend it going during uh, sunrise. I love sunrises. I love early hikes. But or like um, the sunset, you know, because it's it's very exposed. And uh, we went to that. And man, I got a workout in, and we ended up uh, um, trailing like uh, mountain goats uh, down the trail <laughs> to the street. <laughs> and then we got nice. to the ocean, and I jumped in the ocean. But just man, it was a beautiful experience. Just that one time. And I was like, bro, I'm, I'm hooked. Like, I was like, I'm so down. And then I was like, all right, let me know when you go again. So I think the the second one had been a bridge to nowhere. And um, nice. yeah, man, yeah, that was a long, long hike. But just crossing through the creeks, uh, it was it's crazy how close bridge to nowhere is to me. It's right there up Azusa. But crossing through the creeks. Uh, seeing all the wilderness in the Angeles, you know, it's going into the Angeles National Forest. It's, um, you know, it's it's just a great experience, you know, and jumping in the water. Oh, man, I just I had a ball, man. I was just like, man, like, I can't get enough. Like, that's when he kind of told me, like, yeah, man, he was like, I'm doing a hike every week. And I was like, every week, dude, let me know. I'm so down, you know, like, I, I definitely want to join you. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'm doing the 52 hike challenge. And I was like, what? Like, dude, I'm like, what is that? He was like, yeah, you do a hike every week for 52 weeks. And, you know, it's it's, real, it's a great experience. I'm already on like my 42nd hike. And I was like, nice. dude, I'm, yeah, he was he was going hard, man. And this guy's a beast, man. So he just kept on inviting me, inviting me. And we just went from there. When you were doing all these trails, um, what like what year was this? This was in... 2000 i believe 17 um yeah it was 2017 or 2016 but i know it was around those years and that's when i started adventuring and uh getting out into the national forest and i was like damn man like this is crazy like i never knew this was in our backyard you know you know what's crazy? Um, a lot of the people that I've uh, had on the podcast too, a lot of their journeys started 2017 or 2016. So the fact that you just said that again is just like, whoa, like we're all like being brought together. Like we have the same amount of hiking years almost. Yeah, kinda, I have. It's a I trip have the, to me right now. <laughs> I have the actual date. It's June 17, 2017 was the first hike of when I started my 52 hike challenge. June 17th. Yeah. 
Dude, that mine was April some it was in April 2017. I don't remember the exact oh, wow. date. Oh, that's, that's not crazy. too far away. Yeah, dude. I like that you brought up a bridge to nowhere. That is it is such an adventure like that hike like that was like your more of your second one you said you did uh yeah i believe that was like my second or third i you know what i think hollywood sign was either second or third so those two are like right there you know so the first one you mentioned you said was uh crystal right Uh, crystal cove yes crystal cove uh near laguna beach near laguna beach okay awesome and then for everyone listening bridge to nowhere is uh it's like an hour. I would say it's a little over an hour east of like downtown LA. It's in the San Gabriel Mountains, Angeles National Forest. It is an adventure for sure. Heck yeah. And you're actually hosting something this uh, this weekend with that. So Yes, sir. Um, we got a group. Uh, looks like we're going to have a good amount of people. Um, definitely going to be practicing the CDC guidelines, uh, having a mask on. Um, you know, I, outdoors is the best therapy, actually, um, through this pandemic, because, um, you know, you need to get away from everything going on in the city. Um, we've been seeing a lot going on with um, I, I feel like mental health is a big one. And, um, you know, it's just like it's so draining just to, from somebody to tell you from your everyday life, hey, you can't do something, you know, you have to cope with it, you have to adjust to it. And um, just seeing everything going on with, um, you know, the, the violence in the world, it's, it's more uh, strenuous on your brain. And, you know, I feel like the outdoors just give you that freedom and give you that peace of mind sometimes, and we all need it. Yeah, the outdoors and the mountains right now is just so, so crucial for mental health. I'm really glad you brought that up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So thank you for sharing your story of uh, how you first got into it. And I really like that a lot. Um, So let's get into complete summit hiking and CS hiking. Like what's the backstory behind this awesome group and community that you've been building over the past couple of years? How did it start? Yeah, yeah. So um, like I said, um, my buddy Mike, man, he kept inviting me and inviting me and uh, he was inviting his friends and um pretty much i told him like hey man can i bring some people along do you mind and he was like yeah go ahead like go ahead and invite whoever so i kept inviting people from high school and it was fun man like little did it we know we like had a little group like an unofficial group so we were like doing group hikes you know like but very unofficial and um you know, we started getting together a lot more often and we're, we're just having fun, man. We're just exploring, like living in the moment, like, all right, we're just going to go over here. We're not keeping track of time. Um, you know, we're just going to keep doing it, just enjoy our time. And sometimes we would go eat after that was fun too. It's like, Hey, we're going to go hike. Then we're going to go eat for a reward after, you know? <laughs> oh, that's always the best. Like when you're hiking, you're like, okay, guys, where are we going to eat? Where are we going to stuff our face? Yeah, man. So that was like, we would hit up a bunch of spots, um, local restaurants, um, wherever the hike was, you know, so it was pretty awesome. So what, um, so how, uh, the backstory of like how I got started doing, uh, official group hikes is, uh, me, Mike, and I invited, um, Jose, he's, um, from high school, uh, Jose Zalata from RYP, um, this is before RYP. Um, we got together and, you know, we like I said, we're having so much fun. And I brought up the idea like, man, we should get a, we should get something going like a group hike and everything. And then 
Mike was so turned on by it. Like, dude, yeah, man, I'm down with it. Uh, Jose was really intrigued by the idea. And, you know, we all had a mission. Uh, Mike wanted to do something like uh, brotherhood hiking, like getting together with kids, you know, like a brother um, buddy system, like a big oh, brother. Gotcha. Nice, and nice. Um, I was more um, focused on challenging people and bringing people out. And I wanted to focus. It's still my mission. I want to get it going mm -hmm. one day to get uh, involved with the young adults. And because uh, that's a, a very tough time, high school, figuring out where you're at. Um, you know, you kind of want to have this motivation and confidence when you're growing up being going from a young adult to an adult. And uh, Jose, uh, his mission was towards um, kids. So we all had a mission. And uh, we all wanted to kind of leave our print on in the mountains, you know, so nice. I love that, man. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thus, uh, RYP was created. And, um, you know, it was really awesome. I enjoyed the experience. Um, I felt like it really, really leaned towards um, Jose's mission, a mission, which was very great. And to see him so inspired by bringing him outdoors and to have a lot of positivity in his life, it was uh, it was amazing to see from him, to see him grow like that. So I really, you know, kind of left it towards him. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to focus on my mission. So I parted ways and, um, you know, I wanted to focus on myself and like I said, on my mission, on what I want to leave on the trails. And, um, as I was doing the 52 high challenge, I started doing, uh, the six pack of peaks. And as I was doing the six pack of peaks, uh, you know, I was conquering these mountains, man. I was just, I had that summit fever, like, yo, I want to get to the next one. I want to yes, get to the yes. next one. <laughs> bagging so, them peaks, man. Bagging, bagging them, them peaks, peaks. Bagging them peaks and just viewing the summit views, man. That was just awesome. Just like, it was, it was amazing. So like one time I believe I was doing Sanji and, um, Sanji, this guy messaged me on my story and he was like, congratulations on completing your summit. Good job, dude. And that stuck with me. Like, I was like, what? Oh, like, dude, got yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So this guy like gave me like, yo, like just that sense of accomplishment from a hiker to another hiker. Yo, you like, you know how someone kind of like, I don't know if you ever seen, uh, um, what is it? Juice. Is it juice with Tupac and yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's Mackay a classic. Piper. It's like yeah, for sure. <laughs> At the end, the guy tells him, "Yo, you got the juice." So <laughs> you got the juice. So yeah, when that guy told that me, so when that guy told me, uh, "Congratulations on completing your summit," I felt like he passed on, like, "Yo, like you're accepted, like you're you're freaking doing it, like keep on doing it," you know. So that was my, like, wow, like all right. This is what this is what I want to do. I want to inspire people. Like that guy gave me that inspiration. Like I could keep doing this, uh, and I want to create a group and just have them um, believe that they can do these things outdoors. You know, dude, I like that. I like that sentence he told you because it's like I feel like when you read that, right? Yeah, it just you had like an epiphany in your mind where you're like, "Yo, that's it. Complete yeah. the summit. Like that is it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when he said. Uh, congrats on completing your summit. I was like, that's it. Complete summit. That's what it is. That's the name. That's what we're going with. I'm doing it. <laughs> Dude, that's such a, that, that's a dope story. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Complete summit. Yeah. I, I always like the name of it. Um, so this started, uh, so officially when was like complete summit, like 
like uh, established, would you say? Uh, I would say it was established in July. Uh, that's when our two year is coming up this year. So oh, nice. It's coming up real yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, with everything going on, it's like, damn, I had some plans of throwing like, you know, a party in the mountains and like barbecue next to a waterfall. But uh, I'm kind of getting everything going with, um, you know, with uh, the group hike this weekend. And I got to get the feel of everything. And um, I got to see how everything is, you know, just kind of getting the comfort just everybody being comfortable around each other and making sure that we are practicing the safety regulations and everything. Yeah. You just got to feel the vibe of everybody. Yes, sir. Dude, happy early two-year anniversary to your group, man. That's Thank that's you. what's up, bro. That's what's Thank up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Was there like, um, I'm really curious to know, Jesse, like, was there a moment when you realized you like you were starting something special with complete summit hiking? Yeah, man. Um, so the special thing is, like I said, when I started it, um, a lot of people um, started coming out. They're giving a lot of support from family, friends, um, you know, my girl, um, everybody, just like constant hikers, you know, um, just other hiking groups supporting me. That was awesome, too. Just seeing it so special. Like I said, just passing on that encouragement, um, you know, that was like very awesome, you know, from like doing hikes from like maybe five people to like almost a hundred. Um, wow. Yeah. It was like, I, I've only done a hundred uh, like once or twice during like our big events when we do the donations and all that. But um, just seeing them uh, grow and accomplish and just believing in themselves, just having that confidence to co continue to do something and use that in their everyday life. It's just, it's, it's awesome. It's just awesome to watch. That's actually a great segue into what I wanted to talk to you more about. Um, can you tell me more about the AIM slogan? Like, what does it mean? And like, how did you come up with it? Yeah, man. So uh, achieve, inspire, motivate. So achieve, you have to be the example, man. You have to be the one uh, doing it and you have to be the one uh, accomplishing the goals you set for yourself. So that inspires people. And mm. when you inspire those people, they get motivated and that inspires more people. So achieve, inspire, motivate one mountain at a time. Dude, that's great. Yes, sir. Where can I buy the shirt? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, it's funny because oh, uh, everybody keeps like, yo, I want a shirt. I want it. I, I, I ran out of mediums and large, man. Mediums and large were going like crazy bro so um that i have the original logo the one you see now uh i'm working on something to start printing um i got a machine set up it's uh in a storage right now but uh with my living situation i'm getting ready to push it this year and uh yeah man i want to push that brand to just continue to inspire people like to get outdoors and uh, to be confident in the in their selves and their abilities to uh, continue to grow, to uh, prosper, to just be um, a greater version than they were before they got into the mountain, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when you're when you got more sizes and all that, I definitely want to support and buy a shirt. So thank you, man. I appreciate that. All right. So you've done so much like hiking, whether it be group hiking or solo hikes, like all over like SoCal. Like I really want to know like what are your top three favorite hikes in Southern California? And then also like why? Yeah, man. So um, I think the first one 
it, I, I'm going to get into like why I like set out for this one. It's uh, yeah. San, San Gregorio. Oh, so, man, San Gregorio, old grayback. <laughs> oh, my yeah, goodness. I, I love that mountain, man. That's my favorite mountain. Like no matter what, I could do that mountain any day, dude. Like I, I just love that mountain. So um, why I love it is because I seen it on ESPN. Um, this kid was telling a story about him and his friend. Um, I think he was uh, a veteran and, um, you know, I, he just got out of the military. I think he did like eight years, him and his friend, um, did the hike in the snow. So I believe it was around maybe October, November. That's when it was starting to, you know, you can't really predict the weather up there. It's just, it has its own weather system. Um, so it was really snowy on the trail. They got lost. Um, and pretty much, uh, they were on the mountain for three days, three or four days. And three or they were, four days. No. Yeah. Way. Yeah. I, I believe three days, three days tops. So they were on the mountain and, um, pretty much like they, they were in survival mode. They were stuck in the snow. Um, he had a flag with him. He covered the American flag with him, uh, him and his friend. Um, there was a blizzard. And, um, you know, through the night, um, this wolf was like sniffing where they were and, you know, thank God nothing happened to them. The next morning they started, uh, hiking towards, um, the mountain to get, um, up and to get some service from the phone, from the, uh, satellites and, uh, they weren't able to, and he left his friend and, um, you know, pretty much like he just climbed the mountain. He started trekking up towards the summit and his friend, um, she was out of it, man. She was, uh, pretty much like done. And she says she heard a voice. She heard a voice in the mountains call her name and that she just jumped on her feet and climbed on top of the mountain. And I believe they, they were pretty close to the top of San Gregorio. I don't believe they finished it, but Man, just to hear that story, like, damn, that mountain almost took those kids out. Like, I have to conquer that mountain. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, so I just, I, I had that goal in my mind, and I, I definitely wanted to hit that mountain. And, and the first time I did it, I did it with my priest in um, the church I go to. Um, his name was uh, Father Chan at the St. John Vianney, and right here in Hacienda Heights, and He's fat. He was an avid hiker, man. I, I thought I was really good and everything, but I had a priest with me, so I wasn't worried about it. I was like, I got God on my side. What's going to happen to us, you know? Um, so when we started, um, it took us four hours from the bottom to get to the top. We were just going. That's and, fast, man. That's dude, a really good pace. That's a yeah, very fast pace, actually. Dude, I don't know how I did it. Like I said, I, I, I felt like God was right there just pushing me he he got ahead of me so he got there uh at three hours and 40 minutes i got there at four um but yeah man i i just seen him pushing and we were pushing and pushing and um we didn't have too much weight on us just sandwiches um we had water and uh, we got to the top and we we spend an hour on there uh having lunch and then we were running down bro like he was <laughs> like yeah he was like i don't want to stay on the mountain all day let's just go so we just started running down and oh my god like we just kept going, bro. I was doing freak. I don't even know. I, I'd say like close to 20 to like 30 minute miles. Like 
it was, it was crazy. That's I would crazy. I would say yeah, we were just running so fast. I say about like twenty minute miles, and um, yeah, at the end of it, um, I took off my shoes. I had these crazy crazy blisters, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's such a long hike, like to the point where like your feet are just destroyed. Actually, real quick, can you let the listeners know, like, what is what's the claim to fame of San Gorgonio? The claim to fame, it's the highest peak in SoCal. So if you are able to conquer that mountain, you conquered the highest mountain in SoCal. So for you to say that you did that, it's a great accomplishment. Dude, it's beast. It it is beast mode because I just did it this past Saturday, and you know, there's yeah. there's a few hikes where like it definitely ranks in my top three, top four hardest hikes I've ever done, and I've done you know a good amount, including like Whitney and Iron and all that. And I was just like, this mountain is a beast. Like yeah. it is a beast. Yeah, it's long, man. It's long. So, and uh, yeah, so that was my first one, and that's why I love that mountain. My second one, I would have to say uh kukamanga peak it's a love and hate relationship with that mountain uh, because um that was my third hike when i started doing the 52 hike challenge and pretty much like i was i was tested on that hike i didn't bring the proper shoes i didn't bring uh the proper uh equipment as as far as hat sunscreen water uh snacks um I just wasn't prepared for that hike. So I, I really got tested on that hike. And I did this with my buddy, Mike. And um, yeah, throughout the whole hike, there was just so many challenges. The heat was getting to me. Uh, I, I There was a point where uh, I got a phone call when we were in the mountain past the saddle. You get some re- you get some reception there. Uh, my mom called me and she told me that my grandpa passed away. Um, yeah, so it was very, that was a challenge in itself. Mentally, it was like breaking me down. Like, man, I should just turn back now. Like there's, I could just come back, uh, hike another day. This, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, I don't think I should be on the mountain right now. Um, and then, you know, my buddy, he just like, look, man, like, you know, um, I mean, you could go back if you want, like, don't feel bad. And I just felt like I had that point of no return. Like I'm almost there. Like, Let's just keep it going. So I pushed hard to the summit and I did. And it was a great accomplishment. But just to know, like, man, like there's a, I just faced so many challenges and it didn't break me. Um, you know, I, I rest in peace to my grandpa. You know, I, I really I felt like he gave me that extra push to move towards the summit. And uh, I did, man. And it was it was a beautiful experience. Damn, thanks for sharing that. I just got I just got some chills hearing that story. Like R.I.P. to your grandpa, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, he definitely, uh, he definitely elevated you up that last part for sure. Was definitely on you. Yeah, definitely. And um, so that was my second man. And it's a love and hate relationship with that hike. Um, and I had to say Ontario Peak. Ontario Peak was uh, the final hike of my 52 hike challenge. Um, I just I had that summer fever and I wanted it so bad. I wanted to bag that peak. And I just kept pushing and pushing. And like when you have summit fever, it's just the adrenaline is rushing. You're sweating so much. You don't have a care in the world but to get to the top. And you just want to you just want to have that sense of accomplishment. Like, hey, man, I did this. I'm going to keep it going. And what's going to stop me? There's nothing that's going to stop me. And I kept it going. I, I summited Ontario Peak and an accomplishment of finishing the 52 hike challenge. It just prepared me mentally, physically, um, 
with my personal life. And, you know, it just kept inspiring me that if I could do that, I could do anything I put my mind to. What a great last hike to do to finish off the 52 hike challenge. Like that is a, that's a great one. That was actually my last one for completing the six pack of peaks last year. Wow. Really? Yeah. That was my last year was my first time completing the six pack of peaks. And I was like, okay, Ontario it is. And I was like, whoa, this is a really awesome summit. Like it's very unique. Yeah. Ontario. I think it's, it's so beautiful. Just the trail alone, you are pretty much in the heart of the mountain and Cucamonga uh, Peak, you're like on the edge of it. So when you mm-hmm. veer towards the right to do um, Ontario, it's like you're in the middle of the mountain, just seeing everything, the wilderness. And it's crazy. Just like, you know, they have the Keller. I think it's uh, Keller Camp or is it Kelly Camp? Uh, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Kelly. I think it's Kelly Camp. Yeah. I, I so believe. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. If you could hike there and camp out, that's pretty sick. And, uh, you know, getting to the last bit of it um of Ontario Peak with the big um tree and they have the bottle opener right there. It's, yeah, I saw that. I was like, who put this here? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's awesome, man. It's it's a great hike. Beautiful hike. Yeah, it was even like that ridge line leading up to Ontario Peak is epic. I was like, yo, this is dope. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a leg burner. <laughs> yeah, it's a definitely a leg a leg burner for sure. So you just mentioned like um, some really long day hikes, you know, the hikes you mentioned, San Gregonio, Ontario Peak, and Cucamonga. Those are all like minimum like 14, 15 mile hikes going all the way up to like, not, what is what is like San Gregonio? It's like, not, it's pretty much like 18 to 20 miles, right? I say 18 to 22 um, every Depending, time. Depending, right? Yeah. I, I don't trust all trails. Uh, I add at least two miles to all trails. So um, sometimes when I've done it, um, Sanji, it clocked me at 21 miles. Another day, it clocked me at 22. I don't know if it's because I'm walking back and forth, but yeah, it, it all depends, you know. Oh, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, all trails just, uh, can be off a bit, even though it's a, it's a super solid app. You know, definitely the, the mileage can be off a bit. Yes, sir. Um, so actually, yeah, those mountains that we just mentioned, you know, they're, they're long, challenging and strenuous day hikes. Can you provide our listeners with like tips and advice that have greatly helped you like conquer these long day hikes? Yeah. So definitely if you haven't done it, go with somebody. Um, that is, uh, the main thing, go with someone, get familiar with the hike, um, do some research um if someone's doing a group hike i say go with them doing a group hike just so you get the feel of the mountain um you know you want to definitely be prepared and get their aspect on what to take uh i would say uh i always throw out there in my group hikes bring a hat bring sunscreen bring at least two to three liters of water um depending on the hike if it has uh water flowing you could always bring uh, a water filter um definitely bring snacks bring uh electrolytes you want salt sugar whatever your uh diet is tailored to um like a lunch a sandwich uh there's no microwaves out there so you can't bring something you can warm up (laughs) a jet boil (laughs) uh i'm not sure uber eats gets to the top unless you're on mount wilson there is um that's really funny yeah (laughs) there's nothing up top of the mountain but views um positivity of other hikers and just sharing that moment so you definitely want trek poles the right right footwear is key because 
you're going to be walking for a very long time and you want your feet to be as comfortable as part uh, as possible and you don't want your dogs barking you know so you definitely want to you want to feel as comfortable as possible on that mountain for the i'm glad you brought up the right shoes right like what would you say like you're getting uh you know whether you're getting trail runners or hiking boots like it's ideal to get what like a, a size up or a half size up like what would you say I say a half size just so your feet has a little bit of wiggle room, your toes. Um, and also, depending on your socks, I would definitely go wool. Um, you know, that'll help your feet from not getting too, too dry um, throughout the whole hike. And um, I always resort to one of my best hiking shoes would be Merrell's. They just come comfy. They're super comfy. And um, if you want something real sturdy, Solomon's, uh, definitely something to hold in your ankles. Uh, you definitely don't want to be in vans. I've seen uh, hikers come on group hikes in vans. And I'm not the one to turn anybody away. But I'm like, dude, you definitely have to come prepared. And within maybe two miles of the hike, dude twisted his ankle and had to turn oh, around. No. Yeah. So it was, it sucks to see, man, because it's like, I really, people that I try to inspire to get out here, I want to see them summit. I want to see them like have that moment where they're just like, man, like I did that, you know? And I felt like he couldn't do that because, you know, he, he kind of overestimated the hike and which is okay. Uh, the hike, the mountain's always going to be there. You could always hike it another day. But it would have been nice to just share that moment with him. Yeah, it's, I actually have a close friend who's done Mount Baldy and Vans. And I'm just like, you are crazy, my brother. <laughs> like, Yeah, that's not Absolutely I mean, crazy. If you've done it like several times, uh, teach your own. You know, you just, you, you're so custom to your phys physicality, you know, not everybody's custom to that. So you really have to go based on your body and know what to do uh, on the mountain, you know? Yeah. You brought up a, a piece of advice that I actually want to dig deeper a little bit into. You brought up trekking poles or hiking poles, right? Yes. Like, can you explain the importance of that, like over for like these long day hikes? Because, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, when they see other people on the trail with poles, they're like, oh, I don't need that. Like, I'm a badass. But it's kind of like, no, man, like you, if it's really steep, like it, it helps alleviate a lot of pressure off your knees. And then when you go down a steep, in, a, a steep descent, like it helps out tremendously. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a four legs, man. You definitely, uh, it helps you push up the mountain when it's uh, very strenuous and big on incline. I, I feel it gives you that extra push. You know, you have so much weight on your backpack. It's alleviating that weight from your backpack to the front of you. And it's helping you, uh, you know, keep trekking up the mountain. And when you're coming down, you're, all that weight that you're coming down with, you know, it's taken away just having that extra placement of the two poles um, in front of you. It helps you with balance. Um, I definitely, I have trek poles, but I also have a hiking stick. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, I, found... oh, yeah, I, have, I have seen you in photos <laughs> with the hiking stick. Yeah, you look super official. <laughs> I found it at as Sturdivant Falls and just sitting right there and I've had it ever since man and uh it's helped me a lot throughout all the hikes and it's just one pole and I feel like kind of like Moses you know just walking around with my staff yeah and... <laughs> part those mountains Jesse 
<laughs> so oh, that's I, epic. Yeah, man. So I mean, I definitely think it's good for balance and uh, stability. So if you definitely, if you are tackling uh, a big hike right away, that would that would be key to take with you. Oh man, I love that what you just said the 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 Moses visual with the stick. Oh, that is so epic. That is. <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. I'm yeah. glad you, you you described it like that. I just had like the most epic image of you. Let me summit today. Yep. You need <laughs> uh, you, you need the red robe, the red cape, for sure. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look on Amazon and order something. <laughs> Dude, for Halloween. I don't know. Like <laughs> Hey man, I, hey, that's not a bad idea. I need to not I a bad to idea. Up, I need to grow up my hair again and my beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Actually, you need to wear it for your group hike for Bridge to Nowhere because of the water. You got to part the oh, water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh shoot! That's oh, a good man. one. That, is, that, that is was a good perfect. one. <laughs> oh, I, oh, that was a great moment. Oh man! Real quick, uh, just to go back to the hiking pause, and then we'll jump into something else. Like, I also want to say for the listeners, uh, if you're prone to cramping, and you'll cl- you'll quickly find out, especially when you start doing very steep hikes the poles are so crucial if you know that you're prone to cramping get some poles they're not that expensive they're anywhere between like 20 to 40 dollars i've been in many instances where my friends have cramped and they purchased hiking poles and they don't cramp anymore going up or down like it that's one of my two cents in terms of like getting hiking poles for sure yeah man you're not um putting all that strain uh the strenuous on your muscles you know it's kind of like I said, those poles help alleviate that, and um, they definitely help a lot. Yeah, and especially if you want to do this for a long time and have like longevity. Like, I want to be a gra- an old grandpa. I want to be eighty years old going up San Gregorio. You know what I mean, dude? That's what's up. Like, have you heard about that guy that summited uh, Valdi like five hundred and fifty times? There, he's an old guy too. Oh my and, god! Yeah, he's like in his seventies, bro. And damn, that's that's nuts. Yeah, I'm going to tell everybody, like, if you see old people lapping you, don't feel bad because they're literally, like, they're con- they're so conditioned. They've been hiking for so many years, so they're going to smoke you. You know, like, yeah. like people don't realize, like, the most badass hikers are sometimes the oldest people. Or yeah, the older man. People. They got a lot of experience, bro. Yep. For sure. I'm just, like, I'm doing some of these treks, and I'm just, like, what is going on? This guy is just, like, smoking me right now. Hey, it's all good. Hey, because at the end of the day, as long as you get to the top, that's all that matters. True, true. All right. Um, I wanted to get into like, have you had any like dangerous experiences or crazy stories that you've encountered on the trails? Uh, and if you have, can you share like maybe one or one or two of those stories with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have. Uh, I do have two good ones actually. Um, the first one when I started. Um, the group hike with CS. Um, I was fresh. Um, you know, it was just me and I had my crew with me. Um, you know, they were helping along too. And, um, but being that lead, man, being that lead, you definitely want to be positive. You don't want to be negative. Um, cause anything you say can impact somebody's, uh, mental state and you definitely, words are very powerful. So I definitely don't want to tell somebody, yo, we're lost dude, where do we go? Like, you know, I definitely want to be the one in charge. And uh, on this hike uh, to Cave de Munis, I think, our mutinous. Uh, you've done mm-hmm. it before, right? Yeah, that's one of my favorite uh, hikes, like short and action-packed. Super awesome. Yeah, dude, it's short and action-packed. And um, it was the first time I've done it. Real simple. It's only, what, a mile to two and a half miles to the cave. 
and you have to climb in the cave. Uh, it's a bit sketchy. Um, you know, if you know, it's not like third or fourth class uh, climbing uh, or what is it called? Um, mountaineering. It's nothing like that. Um, pretty much, you know, you have to do climb into the cave. So once you get to the cave, you could climb out of it and go to the top and um, you could go to Castle Peak. So within that time, uh, I invited somebody to come. Uh, I always tell everybody, please uh, have something a little bit to eat. Please drink at least eight ounces of water just so you have something in your system. It was a hot day, bro. I think probably in the 90s. So um, the girl that I came with, um, she had heat exhaustion where we're climbing up to Castle Peak. And I was like, oh, no, this isn't good. And she was like, Jesse, I lied. She was like, I didn't eat or drink anything. I just had, oh, no, I didn't eat anything. I just had coffee. And I'm like, oh, oh. no. Oh, no. So this girl has heat exhaustion. She's has a blurry vision. They're trying to help her up the mountain. So they do. And uh, I'm right there. Keep an eye on the group. Uh, sometimes I stay in the front and then I move towards the middle just to make sure that the group's all together. We're all getting to the mountain, to the top and back in one piece. So I finally get to the top of the summit. Um, I check on her. I have her in the shade. We're giving her water. Um, so we see Castle Peak to the right and we see the trail to the left. I wasn't familiar with the trail. Um, you know, it, it was a rookie move. And a lot of people were like, oh, are we going to go to Castle Peak? And this girl asked me, are we going to Castle Peak? And I was like, no, let's just go back to our cars. And the the disappointment on that girl's face, I felt so bad. Oh, just man. Oh, man. Just hey, it is I, what it is. It is what it is. Because, I mean, I was looking out for everybody's safety. But, um, like I said, the disappointment on her face, I was like, man, I'm so sorry. But I got to make sure that everybody gets back in one piece. Nobody dies on this mountain. I got to make sure that everybody is alive. So, we ended up um, going towards Castle Peak because I thought that was the way. And some people went to the left to stay on trail. So, the ones that went to the left got to the bottom easy and it was just a little longer it was exposed but the ones that went to the right with me to castle peak dude it adventure was time adventure time because there is no trail to get down from castle peak and to go to castle peak and then you have to hike back to the regular trail you're just adding so many miles so we took a vote and pretty much i was like look guys we can either go down here it'll be quick we just have to be careful and we mountain go it. So <laughs> it's we very steep. I know exactly the section you're talking about. It's very steep and slippery. It is very steep and slippery. It was a bad call as we were into it. But I said, look, let's just turn back. We'll go do the long way. People are like, no, we're in it. Let's just go. We're going. People are falling, slipping, and I'm holding people's hands. And I'm yes. like, yo, I was like, hold on. Like, hold on to me. Don't worry. Just don't push me forward. Because if I oh roll, my you're going to <laughs> So I was like, damn, you know, I didn't want to be that like bowling ball hitting all the pins. So we we helped. <laughs> each, yeah, we helped each other get down to the mountain. And uh, thankfully, thankfully, we got back. Not like nobody really injured, maybe like one scrape, uh, a little dehydrated. We got back to the car. We went back to 7-Eleven 
after and we enjoyed the Slurpee and we laughed at it at the end of the day. That's how you know you had a real hike, even if it was short, when you have moments like that where people are like scraped up, you know, like people are surfing down the loose scree, like tumbling down the mountain. It is part of the experience, bro. You just have to go with it. (laughs) That's a great story because I know exactly what you're talking about. That section from the top of Castle Peak is like, you got a mountain goaded down. It's very, a lot of people crawl down like (laughs) on their hands. Yeah, no, and it's honestly, it's probably one of the smartest things to do to crawl. But like I said, it was a a very rookie uh, mistake I made when I started group hiking, you know, so I was like, okay, I definitely got to get used to researching, looking at the trails, doing the trails, you know, I just have to get myself more prepared. No worries, man. It's part of the it's part of the journey for you as well, you know? Yeah. And then the second one, the second one, um, you said you done Whitney. That's awesome, yes. man. I, congrats to you on that. I, I haven't done it yet. Uh, I have. You I, will do it. You will yeah, do it one day. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely will. Uh, I have, I've attempted it um, before uh, all the permits were given out. Um, we planned a trip. Uh, a lot of people um, from the crew came out. It was great. Um, there was like maybe six or seven of us that attempted it in the snow. And uh, man, we, we started at 12 a.m. No, was in it the snow? Minutes? Like, like what month was this? This was in April. Wow, you you were really like mountaineering Mount Whitney. Yeah, bro, it was it was crazy, man. It was uh, wow. It was me. Um, the I I think you've met him or you've uh, heard of him, Bromero from Midweek Hikers. Oh um, yes, he's he's yeah. awesome. He's funny. He's that dude is crazy, man. He's funny, man. He's he's he has good uh, personality, you know him. I think his but I think his buddy's name was Gio, uh, Drew, um, uh, Sandy, and uh, uh, a buddy um, named Armando, and we all went. And um, yeah, man, that guy Gio, he was potholing. Uh, might I mention we didn't get good sleep. We maybe had maybe four, two to four hours of sleep. Um, you know, sounds we, about right. Yeah, it, we just we're so stoked we couldn't sleep, so we're hiking, man. And this guy Gio's uh, potholing, um, or Gerardo, I forget his name, man, but he was potholing the whole time. And um, I was going, and might I add, I hate cold. I hate hiking in the cold. Just the feeling of like you're sweating and you get cold right away. It's just such a big discomfort for me. And, um, so I was sweating when we're hiking, I was getting cold, like to the point where I was just like standing still and I would be walking, falling asleep. And my buddy drew was like, Hey, wake up. And he was shaking me, you know? (laughs) So like, it was nuts. That hike was crazy. We attempted it. We didn't even get to the lake, man. It was just so, so much snow. The snow was waist deep. And, um, we just said, yo, we're going to call it. Um, we're just going to watch the sunrise and head back down. We head back down. Uh, we got to the cabin and we just had a, had a party for just at least attempting it. (laughs) Dude. So wait, hold on real quick. So you, you did this like as a, as a mountaineering like route, you were trying to go up the chute and use the ice axe and everything. Yes. Yes. Okay. First of all, I just want to say that is so gangster. Like, (laughs) like, Major props to you for even attempting it in that fashion because I did it, you know, in July when on the main trail, like for everyone listening, like to go up Mount Whitney, like as a as like a mountaineering route is like that's a whole nother dimension and level of Whitney because you need a what you need an ice axe, you need crampons, you need like special stuff, right? 
Yeah, bro um, was with us and he has experienced this. And um, I was happy to hike with them, man, because I mean, I'm going with somebody that knows the trail. So for them to say, yo, this is just too much. Um, we got to turn back. Like we could hike it another time. You know, I, I took their advice. You know, I, I mean, we could always summon another day. I'm not going to risk my life. And always know that if you don't uh, reach the top or you don't summit, I mean, that mountain's going to be there. Live to summit another day, man. Yeah, that that mountain is no joke in the snow. That is next level hiking, like trying to go up that uh, <laughs> the tallest mountain in the continental United States. Yeah, man, that is uh, that is the highest in California. So mm-hmm. San G is the highest in SoCal, but all of California, um, I believe that is, uh, yeah, uh, Mount Whitney, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thank you for uh, thank you for providing that context for sure. Yeah. And you know it's crazy. Those are two like completely like different kinds of hikes. Like cave of units, and then like you <laughs> talked about Mount Whitney. Like the the disparity and the gap between how different those hikes is is like is like it's, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody saying like, "Yo, I'm gonna do a 5K. Okay, I'm ready for a marathon." <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, "Oh yeah, you know, like yeah." It's like, "Oh, I just did running. I'm ready for um." Mount Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I like the I like the I like that you shared those two stories specifically. Like both very different in nature, like for sure. Definitely, cool. Uh, so one thing that I saw that also drew me to um, your group CS hiking or Complete Summit hiking is that I saw that you do a lot of like community cleanups and also you do like donations to the homeless shelters and whatnot, like. Can you get into more of like the community work that you do? Yeah, man. So like I said, my mission, um, definitely spreading that positivity. Uh, I definitely want to spread that in the whole world. You know, like where's the love? I feel like it's in the mountains, man. And what else to do that is to get people together, like-minded on the mountain to share this with their communities. So, you know, the first time uh, I think I did a cleanup hike. It was with the East Fork um, Reservation. Uh, we did that cleanup hike, and it was uh, I, I I set it up. I wasn't able to make it due to an emergency, but the people I got together uh, to you know get there in the hike at Echo Mountain and um, to really really clean up the trails was really nice. So it just inspired me. So my next one was doing something for um, the homeless and. Um, I got together with my buddy Paul and his group um, from church. Um, they were called uh, Gratitude in Action. And uh, they do this every year if you ever want to get involved. Um, they pretty much uh, they gather food up to 250 bags and donate it to uh, Skid Row in Los Angeles. They walk around and donate all the bags and everything. So it's a beautiful experience because, you know, these people um, – they don't, they don't have a lot, you know, so they, um, just getting food and hygiene products just to help them in their everyday life to just give them that extra boost to, you know, get back on their feet. I know it's, I haven't, I mean, I somewhat, uh, experienced some homelessness, not to the point where they're at, but just to know, to get back on your feet, it's, um, it's very hard. It's a bit, it's a big obstacle that you have to face and just knowing, Within your city, you know, drugs, um, 
just all the stuff around you and, you know, diseases, it's really hard to get in that mindset, like, yo, I'm going to overcome this one day. So just giving them that mindset, like, Hey man, like here's a lunch, here's some hygiene products. You know, yesterday wasn't good. Today can be better. Move forward to tomorrow. So, you know, I got together with them and we raised over 700 bags to pass out to the homeless. And nice. uh, that's a lot. Yeah, man. So, like I said, we went around the whole block and one uh, uh, in Skid Row, man. So it was very, very beautiful. Uh, I got I got together with uh, I'm sure you might know him as well on Instagram, Ginger and Jameson, uh, Juju Bees, Patty One Maddie. Um, we got together to do um, a toy drive that was for uh, Queen of the Valley Hospital for one of um, Ginger's. Um, her name is Andrea. Her um, unit um you know so for the NICU and we also donated to the uh, ICU you know um it's just a like I said man it's just an experience just doing all these things like it was it was really nice just going to the hospital donating to these families I mean these families are in the hospital day in and day out not enjoying the holidays with their family because you know their immediate family their daughter their son um you know is battling for their life and you know just giving them that extra light through the mm -hmm. darkness that they face is uh beautiful so that was another experience and uh, i did one myself for the union station uh union station uh homeless service uh i got together with the girls again for and this girl katie on instagram as well uh for the jerupa hills regional park with the city um that was great because we got to get together with um young adults and to see that the young adults to see the uh, the adults be out there picking up trash and like helping out, they're like, you know, kind of blows their mind. Like, damn, we got the adults doing this. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. like, yeah, man, it's just, it's just awesome. And like I said, I I, I teamed up with um, Natasha. We've donated to Casa Teresa. Uh, I donate. I got together with. Um, Border Kindness, uh, the Filipino Nursing Association in San Diego. Filipinos, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Filipino. There you go, brother. There you go. And, yeah. uh, you know, donating to um, the uh, Temple of the Jesus in Mexico, you know, it's uh, to donate to these kids, the refugee kids trying to seek asylum, you know, um, you know, just to have a better outcome in their life. You know, it's just, I'm telling you, all these experiences, man, it comes from God, um, you know, my part in church and just wanting to give back and just, you know, everybody um, can't be on that mindset of like, yo, like they have, you know, they have a choice. They, they can make that choice to be different, but sometimes, you know, to make that choice, you need a, you need a little extra push, man. And um, I'm gladly uh, proud to be an outlet to that, you know, and the people that helped me to, you know, for them bringing up their ideas or just helping spread the word or donating, they have been a big outlet to just constantly bring that light in the world. Man, you mentioned so much stuff right now. Like, I'm, dude, like, thank you for doing all this community work, man. Like, major, major props. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I, I honestly, I just, I mean, it's, it's, it's something you really have to like, put your heart into you know it's uh something you got to take in like you know these people you know they're 
they're different. They live a different world than we are. You know, we gotta, we gotta help out. We gotta just, hopefully one day I, I see one of those people on the streets and like, Hey man, you helped me out. You gave me money or you did this or, you know, you, um, donated for me to take a shower or gave me an extra meal that extra day to give me that push. Uh, you know, that would just, that will warm my heart the greatest, you know? And I don't, I, I don't like to, the reason why I throw it out there is to encourage people to do it, not to just say, Hey, I got up today and I did this just to help somebody. Like, what are you doing? No, it's to encourage people to not only help the people, um, in the world, but the people around us, you know, and we always got to make sure that we're giving them that extra hand sometimes. Yeah, that's the key thing. Like by you leading and being that example and doing the work, like you're inspiring, you know, your peers and your friends around you to also get involved as well, like organically. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And just seeing them, like a lot of people, um, you know, uh, and which is cool. And I don't, a lot of people are not into church, which is fine. Uh, whatever they believe in, um, you know, if they are positive and they just want to give back, and if they want to be a part of something to make them feel good, um, whatever it is, you know, to do to make you feel better, to help somebody feel better. Uh, like I said, you don't have to be involved in church. Um, this is just something that I've done. And I feel that God has um, spread into my life to help others um, realize like, hey, we're in this together. We're in this world together. Let's help each other together. Dude, you're a brother for others. And now I have to ask you this question. Like, it just makes so much sense, like, right now. Like, it seems like, you know, you being in the outdoors and hiking has just, like, you know, been so powerful for you, right? Yes. So what I want to ask is, like, how has hiking, like, enriched your life? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, before this, before hiking, um, you know, I growing up, um, you know, you're young. Um, you definitely get into the wrong crowd sometimes, um, getting out of high school, you know, um, I think losing, uh, my father at the age of 19, uh, I didn't have the mountains. Um, you know, I didn't really have God in my life. Um, having God and the mountains have been a blessing. Um, you know, it goes hand in hand. It's like, you know, when you pray, uh, it's kind of like when you're hiking, you're meditating, you're, you're in your own spiritual uh, connection with yourself, pushing you up that mountain. Like, yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish this hike. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna motivate myself. There may not be somebody right here next to me, or there might be somebody like six to like ten feet away from me. Um, you know, they're not telling me to keep going, but I have to connect with myself to get up this mountain. And um, you know the that those climbs, they're just, there's something else. They're very special and it give me a sense of peace and um, just that mindset to have in everyday life. You know, if I could conquer this mountain, I conquer anything in the world. Dude, thank you for sharing that answer. That was very powerful. I really like that a lot. Yeah, you're welcome. The mountains are medicine. They are therapy. They're, they're everything for a lot of people. That's why it's so, <laughs> that's why people are turning to nature and getting outdoors, especially. Yes, sir. And I, I believe it, man, because like, honestly, you need the outdoors and you can't be cooped up inside. And we've seen it through all this pandemic. Um, people getting stir crazy, you know, the outdoors is where it's at. Like even Jesus hiked, bro. 
<laughs> believe yeah, it or not, dude. Like, um, I read, I read somewhere. I think it was on um, it's this girl's Instagram. It said, like, if you read the Bible, you'll the the word mountains is literally mentioned like a million times in it, like, it, like all over it. Yeah, bro. It's uh, it is uh, and I uh, I think Jesus was hiking with Paul. I might be off, but um. He, uh, as they were going up the mountain, um, you know, Paul was telling him, why don't we set up a camp right here, sire? And um, they started, uh, I guess, hallucinating and they seen Jesus glowing. And um, next thing they know, you see Moses and Elijah and Jesus talking with them. And pretty much, you know, like, it's like crazy, like, oh, dang, like to see that, like Jesus going up the mountain, you know, just to spread his word, his gospel. And, um, you know, it's just, it's amazing. It's come from our, you know, it's our ancestors, man. It's just everything that's happening from these saints. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. Just, and for God, God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit's all one, you know? So for somebody to be hiking with Jesus and tell me, Oh, Jesus, let's just set up here. We're good here. God to speak out of the clouds. Let's just like, chill. Yeah, mind, mind my son. Like he know, like you know, listen to him. <laughs> so it's just crazy. Like just hiking has been around forever. So yeah, I mean, how did how did people get from place to place? <laughs> you know, like exactly, even like armies. Like you know what I mean? Like people hiked, people walked insanely long distances. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so you mentioned earlier about. I'm glad you brought up how, like, you know, during this quarantine, people are really starting to, like, see, seek the outdoors and get out into it, right? Yes. And because of that, and because of the nature of the quarantine, people are all cooped up inside their heads. They want to get outside. Um, so one of the beautiful things about the quarantine is that a lot of people, there's a lot of new hikers. There's a lot more outdoor enthusiasts, correct? Yes. Um so my question to you is like, so that's a beautiful thing in that aspect, but you know, a lot of times they might not be, you know, educated about like leave no trace or stuff like that, or just like, you know, they're, they're brand new to it. They don't know the etiquette or like the principles, like what message could you leave to someone that is like starting to, what message could you leave to someone that is like starting to get into this? Yeah, man. I mean, definitely do some research, talk to people on the trail. Um, I think you got to continue to um learn people's uh habitats because you're coming into something that you you might not be familiar with so i think the main thing is ask questions like when you're getting out there a lot of people are uneducated with um you know hiking long day hikes i i myself was very uneducated you know i had to learn and um you know it's just a constant learning skill that you have to do if you want to just be out here all day having fun and once you do that you pass that on to somebody and once you pass that on to somebody it it's just amazing just to see families outdoors uh friends together outdoors uh i brought my mom outdoors so that's great yeah that's it's really a great. it's a beautiful experience just to share these things with the people you love or with strangers just so we have a better hiking community um a great source of you know just of a community that comes together to spread and motivate each other to just like be like positive in the world you know and 
you know, I, I really look forward to seeing a lot of new hikers and see them grow through all this. Yeah, their own, uh, everyone's individual hiking journey for sure. Definitely. Is there anyone in the, uh, really curious to know, like, because you have this group and like you've been building this and nurturing it. Like, is there anyone in the outdoor community that like you look up to or that greatly inspires yourself? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, my buddy, Mike, when he started doing this, you know, he was like kind of like my mentor. Um, you know, it was like, I asked him a lot of questions, like, what are we doing, this and that. And then after that, like um, a lot of the groups um, before I started uh, my group, you know, one of the groups that um, I was really inspired and I came across was uh, Hike Escape LA. And uh, Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So that was the, the first group I've ever seen on Instagram. But there were, as you know, there's like so many groups. <laughs> and, there's a lot uh, of groups right now for sure yeah and one of the guys that still does uh he's still part of uh hike escape la uh hiking montañas like man i just seen their page one time and just having so many people i think they went to yosemite they had like maybe over 40 50 people on the trail and i'm just like dude that's just awesome just look at look at how beautiful that is just to get so many people together just to enjoy the outdoors and just to see them like I feel like they were just in the moment of like, we're not worried about anything. We're just having fun. And they, they inspired me a lot. And, um, a lot of the groups I met when we, I started making their group. Um, one of the first ones was trail mix hikers, um, resilient squad, everyone's hike, midweek hikers, mountain humpers, 420 hikers, high hikers, LA trail hikers, um, Jaguar hikes, um, Aztec hikers, just, seeing them on Instagram right now, uh, global Trek, um, my crew, family, friends, my girl, uh, there's just so many people that inspire me and, uh, to continue to grow CS, uh, not only for myself, but for everybody in the hiking community to just, uh, give them that knowledge or whatever they might need on the trails. You know, I just want to leave my print in the mountain with them, you know? Dude, that's that's really dope that you just named all those groups. Like, you gave There's a lot of shout outs there for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm sure uh, I apologize uh, if I missed any. Um, but yeah, there's still there's a lot uh, hiking with friends. I believe there's three uh, H. I I don't think I've met them, but I've seen them. And um, I forgot. There's I'm telling you, man. There's so many groups just at the off off of the top of my head right there. That's uh, a lot of them, you know. Yeah, guys, you hear that? There's a lot of hiking groups in LA County or SoCal. Like, do your research. But I mean, we got Jesse on the podcast, so definitely check out his group, Complete Summit Hiking. Like, they're okay. they're awesome. Like, they they already have some scheduled uh, group hikes this summer, so you can check it on their Instagram page. Like, how do you spell it? It's just CS underscore hiking. Is that C- it? Yeah, CS underscore hiking. Uh, as of right now, um, we're only doing one hike a month. Uh, it might change to two. Uh, I definitely want to focus on getting a challenge going. Uh, I definitely want to, um, you know, just create my brand. Uh, something to inspire somebody when they wear it. It's like, man, this is our community. This is us. And uh, c- continue to grow within our community to just spread that positivity, man. Yes, yes, yes. Rep your squad. Rep, rep your crew for sure. Gang, 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 gang. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang all day. Yes, All right, man. So you know what time it is? 
Rapid fire questions. It time. is time for the rapid fire question section, which is my favorite part of the show because it's just fun and there's always random moments sometimes. So real quick, there's going to be two rounds. Round one is going to be outdoor focused. And then round two is going to be more personal. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Yes. You ready? Let's do it. You ready? Rock steady. Ready, rock steady. Let's get it. There we go. Favorite trail snack. Favorite trail snack, uh, some, uh, what do they call macadamia nuts? Trail runners or hiking boots? Hiking boots. Des- I, I always mess this up. Desert? All right. Desert or deserted island? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I messed desert- it up again. Oh, my God. I messed des- it up. Okay. Desert uh- or deserted island? Uh, I'll take dessert in both places, but uh, I would probably do uh, desert. Waterfalls or lakes? Waterfalls. Favorite group hike you've hosted? Ooh, that is tough. Um, Damn. Or just which one is this? Which which one really resonated with you a lot? Let's just uh, like that. Like I said, I think the ones that, um, man, it's it's just. It's crazy, bro. I, I, I can't pick a favorite one, but if I had to do something, one of them where we donated the most uh, stuff to to anybody, that probably was a really great hike just to see um, just to see somebody else's uh, heart being warm by what we did for them. Mm-hmm. Ascending or descending? Ascending all day. Taco Tuesday or Waterfall Wednesday? waterfall wednesday (laughs) with some tacos there (laughs) always got to throw the food in there right and dessert yes sir Um, rock scrambling or surfing loose scree uh i'd rock scramble i don't know what the other one is (laughs) Uh, just like surfing loose scree is like you know the loose dirt when you're like tumbling down the mountain kind of like when you're doing the that last section from castle peak to the bottom never mind yeah definitely rock scrambling yeah for sure favorite camping meal uh favorite camping meal um a cheese <laughs> nice music artist you want to hike with Kendrick Lamar oh that's a dope answer hell yeah dawn or dusk dawn uh yeah dawn dawn for the record san gabriel mountains or eastern sierras damn uh you know what i haven't explored a lot of of the eastern sierra so i'm gonna go with san gabriel go with the local mountains sir favorite hike in california san g national park you want to visit the most that you that you have not already uh yellowstone what's your ideal outside temperature i'd say Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, four and two is my favorite number, so either forty-two or twenty-four. Forty-two? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's mad cold. Yeah, that is cold. So let's just uh, we'll go uh, we'll go ninety-two or something. How do you say it? Muy hace hace frío. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, in one word, how do the mountains make you feel? Uh just blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Yes, That's sir. Great. All right. We'll take a 10-second break. That concludes round one. Give you a little breather. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to drink some uh, agua. Awesome.
Nice. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. We're going to jump into round two. You ready? Yes, sir. Ready, rock steady? Ready, rock steady. Bring there out the go. fire. We got, you, we got you to say it. Yes. <laughs> Finally. All right. Favorite comfort food? Favorite comfort food? Um, I'd say ice cream. <laughs> Favorite cartoon show growing up? Uh, Simpsons Futurama. Favorite Halloween costume? Uh, something from Street Fighter. Oh, choose one. Choose one. Uh, Guile. Yes, Guile's all all time favorite character. <laughs> favorite emoji. Uh, I do the like hang loose, the hang loose sign. Oh yes, yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. Oof. Uh, well, this is uh the fatty being me, but I used to like Thanksgiving a lot and Christmas because uh holiday food, man, it's. It's nice. I love it. <laughs> Which one would you prefer, though, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Uh, I say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's pretty good. So, yeah, that's, oh, that's the best, dude. You do a you do a long day hike, and then you you grub, <laughs> you oh, stuff your yeah. face, literally. Heck yeah, bro, that's the best day ever. Uh, favorite music artist right now, or who are you listening to the most at the moment? Um, Kendrick Lamar. I I always resort back to him, dude. He's uh he's for the people, man. Yes, LA sir. stand up for sure. Yes, sir. App you are currently using the most besides Instagram. Uh I am using what else am I using on there? I believe I am using well if if the camera's not an app, uh oh card manager. That's what I'm using because I'm doing keto right now. So um I'm tracking my mills, I'm measuring my mills, so um this has been my um fight back to rise back um from the quarantine 15 hey you got this man thank you you got this uh favorite superhero favorite superhero uh dang i would say favorite superhero maybe captain america nice if you could be any animal what would it be damn any animal probably dang that's kind of hard <laughs> Hey, yeah, take, take a moment, you know. Think let's about see. Little, if I had to quick. be one animal, had to be one animal in the world, either a gorilla or a bear or something. Nice. If you had access to a time machine, where would you go? Dang. Where and when would you go? Yeah. If I had access to a time machine, dang. Like maybe a certain period, you know, the seventies, the nineteen twenties, something like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or even way back, I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't even know. Like, probably before all the technology, like, whenever that started. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, I don't even know when that would be. But before all the technology, just to see how people cope with the world, you know? Sure. I feel you on that. Describe yourself in three words. Um, Three words. I don't know. Live, breathe, summit. <laughs> of course, it's those three words. Perfect <laughs> answer. All right, here's the last one. Favorite sound. Favorite sound. Hmm. Um. You know what? I feel like either. Dang, it would be between two. Either like a. I I love water. Uh, I'm Aquarius, okay. so I think anything that has to do with water is um 
I just, it soothes the soul. Great. And that concludes the rapid fire question section, everybody. Awesome. Awesome. That was dope. Good questions, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. Try to do my best. So everybody, we're at pretty much at the end of the show now, but I want to turn the spotlight back to Jesse real quick. Like, do you have any final words or thoughts that you would love to share with the audience? Yeah, man. I'm, um, I just, if you guys ever get to hike with me, you know, definitely come out, open mind, um, have fun, uh, definitely bring the positivity. Um, cause that's what we do, um, from people in my group, uh, like Drew, Oscar, Ali, Rach, uh, Marisol, uh, Liz, um, I got Weta, um, Laura, um, there's just so many, there's people in there. There's anybody that's hiked with me as part of the crew. Um, you know, I consider them a, just, it's crew, it's gang, you, like gang, gang, whatever. For like sure. you are part of the circle. Um, anybody that's ever hiked with me, the people that have, uh, helped me build this up. I, I appreciate you greatly. Uh, all the hiking groups out there. I can't wait to collab with you guys again and, uh, create more adventures and for anybody that's getting introduced to the outdoors, just be ready to be mind blown and to fall in love. That is such a great way to end the episode. Thank you. And real quick, where can everybody find you guys again on social media or if you have a website, you can plug that right now. Yeah. So we are at CS underscore hiking. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much everybody that tags us. Like I said, from the crew members, uh, there's just so many people that's tagging us, hashtagging us. And, you know, they could always find us on there. Facebook, I'm not too, too active, but Instagram, they could find us. Um, Oh, I I forgot a couple of members. I got to say right now, Cindy. Oh, go ahead. Take the spotlight back. Take it back. (laughs) I got to shout out Cindy, Erica, and Summer. Those girls, man. And their daughter, uh, her daughter, Cindy's daughters. I'm telling you, everybody that's, been a part of CS has definitely helped me uh, grow and continue to just be open-minded to a lot of people in the outdoors and just open to like meeting people for the first time. It's, it's a great outlet, man. It's just, it's a great community. I'm, I'm telling you, you guys would love it. Dude. I'm just so, I'm just so excited right now that like we did an episode together. Like, yeah, thank dude. you so much for being on the show it's so great to have another founder of an amazing hiking group and crew. And dude, like, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And uh, I look forward for us to finally hike. Oh, my buddy Ben, I forgot to shout out him. <laughs> hey, Ben. <laughs> we're, we're never going to end the episode. We're never going to end. More shout too many shout outs. Too many shout outs. Hey, buddy. keep it coming. Keep it coming. Hey, keep shout it. out to everybody that's ever hiked with CS. Uh, you are a crew. And I can't wait to continue to hike with you guys. And there we go. And on that note, everybody, we are out. Peace. We are out. Deuces. Thank you, gracias, and salamat for tuning in to the entire episode. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are now streaming on many major platforms. If you want to send me a message about anything, you can email me at justin at justtrek.net or direct message me on Instagram at just.trek or my personal at justrock, J-U-S-T-R-O-C. 
You can even support the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash justtrick slash support. Lastly, you can discover our featured song of the show on our Instagram story.